Well, thinking global grain at the moment, we've got Michael Whitehead to consider the outlook. Uh, over to you, please, Michael. Thanks, Mark. It's a, a terrific time, as you say, for most agricultural commodities, um, not the least grains for Australian producers after the record harvest. We'll get to that later on. But what we've looked at in detail in this publication is the global grain outlook over the, well, the global grain data over the last 20 years, um, what we can extract from analysing it and what that might mean going forward. Let's sum up some of the things that we found uh, when we've crunched a lot of these numbers. The first one is the whole issue of stock to use ratios. Now, basically, everybody in the grain industry knows that this means the amount of grain that a country or the world has in storage compared to how much it normally uses. And what we've been seeing for the last few years is the top of a rise in stocks to use ratios, the amount of grain the world has in storage, um, gradually going up and up since about 2006, 2007, when the world really started to panic that it didn't have enough grain in storage. And we saw political instability at the time. We saw prices go to record levels. Now we're really seeing countries look at what their self-sufficiency programs are and making sure they have enough there. Uh, some of the volatility and politics we're seeing at the moment between different countries and trade routes means that a lot of countries want to make sure they have enough grain in storage. So for things like uh, rice particularly, for things like wheat, uh, for corn as well, countries keeping a lot of this in storage. What does this mean for grains industries? It means that countries will continue to buy relatively strongly because they want to make sure they have good reserves. They'll particularly continue to buy uh, rice and wheat as well, and to a degree corn, both to feed their citizens and to feed their animals. Uh, and because whilst these are commodities that can be stored but are perishable to a degree, they'll have to keep topping this up. One thing to watch will be that China has a very large percentage of these end stocks. So whilst China will surge into the market at times to top them up, once these are topped up by China, we might see China occasionally pull out of the market to a degree, which could see some downward pressure on prices. But stocks to use ratios, a really big one to watch and one that's been going up for 15 years and one likely to stay high for a while. In terms of imports, one of the things we have to go back to is uh, where China sits as a percentage of global imports as well. If we look across the main grains and oil seeds, barley, corn, canola, soybeans, wheat, oats and rice particularly, China may dominate in terms of soybeans, takes uh, uh, almost 60 to 70 percent of the world's soybeans and imports. So it means that the soybean market, which doesn't matter that much to Australia, really relies on China. The others, interestingly, we have to note China is not a major global player in terms of concentration risk. Certainly, China buys a reasonable degree of barley and a reasonable degree of the world's uh, wheat as well. Uh, but it's it's below 30%, often below 20 down to 10%. So it really shows continually that uh, countries that are exporting these commodities, and particularly Australia, have a good spread of markets and it reduces that concentration risk. The last thing to look at, uh, and we did look at many things in this chapter, is for Australian producers, the percentage of our major crops which are exported. Um, and there really is a gap between the top three and the ones at the bottom. We continue to rely on exports for canola particularly, uh, for our barley and for our wheat. It's almost unsurprising. They sit at around between 70 and almost 90% of everything we produce gets exported. So we are reliant on our major importers from the rest of the world 
world, and we really are impacted by what happens with other producers. If we look at the other end, though, our oats, and we can never forget oats as being a market, uh, and our smaller corn and soybean crops, really domestically used as well. So uh, those major three will continue to be impacted by what's happening in the rest of the world, and we'll talk about that more in the grain chapter coming up soon.